Okay, welcome back. This is the first segment of episode two of the wonderful mistakes and cock-ups of Finn, which is lovely, uh, but I have got a lot to do. Let me just say it is the 8th of September, currently half past four, or 28 minutes past four, whatever tickles your fancy, whatever you want, but I have got a lot of work I need to get through, so I'm it's not, it's not going to be rushed, but I kind of need to do this. I've got art stuff I need to finish. I've also got this load of math work, or maths. Not math, I'm not American. But loads of maths work I need to get through, so I've got to talk about that. I've got to do that. And then I've, I should be start uh, continue teaching myself Java, because I know JavaScript. I think. I think I know JavaScript, but I don't know Java. Uh, no. No, that's a lie. That's a lie. Nope, I don't. Forget what I said. I need to teach myself Java. More, most of it. Because I know a decent amount, but it's like the complex, all the fucking and 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 that I can't be bothered doing. But I need to do it for school. Why I can't type all my programs in C Sharp or C++, which are the ones I know the most, is beyond me. But sure. Okay, the first thing on my to-do list is to talk about The Walking Dead. How much I bloody love that game. Which, I, I loved it a lot. I loved it, like, a fat amount. Like, a big, chonky, chonky amount. If anyone hasn't played the Walking Dead series, definitely go and play it, because they are absolutely awesome. With the... There's four seasons, isn't there? There's the first season, then there's the second season, then there's the New Frontier, and then there is the final season. Yeah, that is what is in there, and they are absolutely awesome. My favourite by far is the final season. Yes, some people say it isn't great or different things like that, but I, you know what I say? Fuck you. That's what I say. I say no, because I absolutely love it. It is so good. It made me... It brought a tear to my little eye, and it was absolutely amazing. I think my favourite part of The Walking Dead final season in particular was just how I was never bored. Whenever I was playing it, or whenever I was doing stuff to do with The Walking Dead final season, I never had a moment's boredom. It was either great character development when I was learning lovely new things about these carefully constructed characters, or it was this intense fighting scene, or running away from the horde, or something else. And also something that was great is it wasn't predictable in the slightest. Every single time that I was playing it or doing stuff with it, I could never predict what was happening. It was always, oh, 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 that happened. Oh my God, wow, or something like that. Because it was just, no matter what I was doing, nothing could be predicted. Like, I, I'm sorry if this is spoilers. If you don't want to hear stuff about the game, this is your only warning right now. If you want to go and play the game or you're in the middle of playing the game, stop listening now and skip to about 15 minutes in or something like that. I will put it in the description of this episode when you should skip to. Shut up, phone. But I will put it in the description of when you should skip to. To actually go and see the bit you want because obviously I I want I, wa I want you listening to the podcast but I completely accept spoilers are a thing so I'm gonna start talking about it now. In three, two, one. Basically, in the end of the first episode, there was uh, 
AJ. And AJ shot Marlon in the head. And then he follows up with the line, but, but I aim for the head. And that was amazing. But the reason why that was amazing isn't because you usually shoot walkers in the head, but the fact that that was determined... I read up about it as well, but that part was determined by what you taught him earlier. Because one of the first choices in the game, which you always deem as insignificant, always the first choices in Telltale games you think is to get you used to the fact that it is a choice-based game where your choices matter. So you usually consider the first two or three ones to not even matter. But one of the first things you teach AJ is how to deal with walkers, to shoot them in the head, to shoot them somewhere, or, or how to kill them. And whatever you pick, Marlon ends up dying that way, which is absolutely awesome. I find that so cool that this thing that you usually deem insignificant is then flipped on its head like your choices have made this kid become a killer. But Marlon always dies. There's no stopping Marlon dying. So it like loses a little bit of its oomph when Marlon is always going to die, but it puts the guilt on the player the most because it makes you feel while playing it that this is your fault most of the time it doesn't feel like it's your fault when people die like it's just unfortunate timing or different things like that yet this time is literally just it is you you have taught this impressionable kid to kill and that is one of the brilliant parts and there was so many things like that like, one thing we loved, one thing I loved, I say we, like, there's multiple people inside of me. I am we. I am one. I am multiple apopolis. Yes, lords of apopolis. But one thing that was the best was Violentine. And Violentine, you get a bit of Violet. You get a bit of Clementine. You mush them together in a lovely orgy pile. And then you get a Violentine. And Violentine was amazing. I loved Violentine. Like, oh, that was the best moment. I loved making Clem not gay. I don't know. Is gay the right word? I guess we made Clem gay. I did make Clem gay. Clem was gay for Violentine, and that is beautiful. But it's just, I love that starry sky when they were just looking out, and then it was just like, fucking kiss. And they kissed, and it was brilliant. But the sad thing was, what is it? I could have made Violet live. I learned that in the very end. If you haven't watched my playthrough already, definitely go through and watch it. It's worth a little bit of a watch. But I, I killed Violet. I got Violet killed, which was just shit. I, <laughs> poor Violet. We love Violet. Violet is the best. <sighs> Violet shall be missed. The Violentine, the Violentine sex that could have happened. Ah, oh, the worst me, the the misery, the distraught and the agony that was caused by her dying. But on a real note, I didn't like the way she died. Uh, it was a bit shit. Uh, from a character that was felt like really quite prevalent and really quite key, her just dying to walk as just being munched on bit shittily. It wasn't really a fitting death for me. I, f I felt like she was going to go out with a fight, not go out with just being caught by walkers, and then she's brown bread. And then, then after that, like, already your heart's racing. You've lost you've lost your Violentine, you've lost your Violet, you're, you're feeling shit, you're dying inside, and all of that stuff. And then it hits you. 
which I never expected this to happen. I thought Clem was going to get a happy ending, but she gets bit. And my face, my face absolutely dropped, and I was, like, almost tearing up, because it's like, how is this incredible force of Clementine? How has she gotten bit? Like, it's, oh, no. And I thought she was going to die. And then the massive, massive twist in the end is you finally finally start to realize it when you're playing. Because in the first game, in uh, season one, when Lee's dying, because you're controlling Lee for the whole game. But then when Lee's dying, you begin to gain control of Clementine. You start getting more controls for her and controlling what she does. Which is like, you're missing Lee and everything like that. But at the same time, it's like you're realizing Lee's dying. And the same thing happens in season four. So you genuinely think that Clem's gone, Clem's going to go. Because slowly but surely, you get control of AJ. AJ is the main person you control. And Clementine somewhat fades off. And then the final thing, it cuts to uh, AJ swinging an axe, seemingly at her head. But then it's found out later that he just cut off her leg. And that was the best thing, the best feeling. Finding out that Clementine didn't actually die. And that all it actually was, was just her leg being cut off. And that was absolutely insane. My face, God, this... I'm smiling at it now, but this game was truly amazing. Just like the twists and turns that you just constantly didn't expect. And you can probably tell from the tone of my voice how much I love this game. And I know this game is definitely going to be one of those ones that sticks with me for a while. I've got a few games like that, and I'm sure you do too. There's those games which touch you in a very special way and make you feel something not a lot of games do. And The Walking Dead final season definitely did that for me. And it it was a good, like cut off to the whole series like it was a nice all-rounded finish and just putting it to one side and that it's done i like the fact it wasn't continued even though it couldn't have been because telltale went under but i just really liked it even if there were the shittier moments in other seasons i liked the fact that this one made up for all of them and made you feel a completeness like a whole completed story that lee went from looking after clementine to now Clementine looking after her own kid, uh, AJ. Which is just, it has this whole sense of fullness and roundness that the story has been completed. And makes you think maybe one day uh, AJ will do the same. AJ will have the same experience Clementine did, with Clementine eventually dying. But I, I just love this game generally. I wish there was another Walking Dead, and I I wish there was another one I could play through. But I'm happy that there isn't. I'm definitely happy that there isn't, because if there was, I think it would definitely move away from the whole Walking Deadness of it, and it would just become them making another game for the money, which I, I wouldn't want at all. I don't want games being made for money. So definitely calling it here is brilliant but those have been my thoughts on the walking dead and the absolute amazingness of the walking dead if any of you have any things of about the walking dead that you want to ask me please go ahead because i quite happily know your thoughts if you played through it or you're gonna play through it definitely definitely 
go and say it. And I just need to write down the time that I stopped talking about all the spoilers. That is 11... 1130 1130 I'm gonna write so I just I just needed that so I could actually know when I need to put in the description when I stop talking to it but what other games are there I definitely need to play I've not played any telltale games through other than the walking dead I definitely need to play the Batman series I own and need to play that I also really really need to play through the wolf among us I've heard that is amazing also what other ones there was that Guardians of the Galaxy one that went kind of flop. That one, that one was a little bit shit, to be honest. That just didn't go well in the slightest. What other ones? I don't know. Has it been much other Telltale stuff? There was the Batman, yeah. Then there was Wolf. There's Wolf Among Us. There's also Life is Life is Strange that I want to play through. And this weekend, I am going to be playing through. Uh, take us back i think it's called take us back i think it's called take us back it's like it, it's the new story game made by the same people that made the life is strange series so if you're interested in seeing that definitely pop in this weekend to the stream and watch that that should be saturday friday saturday. yeah it should be saturday saturday i should be doing that i'll let people know if changes but that should be amazing i love story-based games story-based games are so 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 good for me, they far outweigh the multiplayer shooter, non-linear games. Because it's just, it. it's like art. It's literally artwork to me. Some companies have made these amazing games that are able to touch you in such a way. You touchy, touchy. They're going to touchy, touchy you. But they've they are able to touch you in such a way nobody else is. Or nothing else can. Like it's such an unbelievable experience. At least for me. Just being able to sit back. In like this movie like stance. And know. When. Or not know. Sorry my brain's gone off on one. But feel this feeling that nothing else can give me. It's the same with horror games. Horror games I love being scared. Like I don't like it in the moment. But I love the feeling of being terrified. I don't know why I'm weird like that. I'm not an adrenaline junkie. I don't want to throw myself off a bridge and go, Oh my god, the adrenaline! Wow, I'm feeling alive because I'm on the edge of death! But definitely, I love myself a horror game and a story game. Story games definitely take the top, and I'm sure I'm absolutely going to love uh, Take take Us Back. But that's what's been on my tabs about my uh, playthrough of The Walking Dead. Please tell me about your stuff. I'd absolutely love that. But... Wait, yeah, I I know what you were thinking. You thought you were thinking it was going to end. You thought it was going to cut to another segment, but no, no, I'm very behind with these recording sessions. I have not done enough of these, and it needs to be up in four days, three three days, not even four, four three days until this needs to be up. So I need to get some recording done to it, at least half an hour now. So I've got another fifteen minutes at least. So half an hour will be recorded of this, and what I'm going to be talking about, and now a bit of now will be. My desk? My new desk! I've got a new desk. If you haven't known already, what the fuck have you been doing? How haven't you known that I've got a spanking new desk? Yes, it is still emitting so much fumes that I actually feel lightly high from it. Loving the like chemicals from all the paints of my desk. But it's great. It's absolutely brilliant. I can actually do things now. I can, I, I can plonk stuff on the end. See, listen to the plonk. Plonk! And the other plonk. 
plonk. And the other smack. Lovely. New desk. Oh, it's just... It's one of those things that you take for granted if you already have a decent desk. If you already have this decent desk that satisfies your needs and everything, it's one of those things that you're like, oh, all right then, eh, it's, it's okay. But when when you've gone from a literal plank of wood just nailed into your wall to now something that I can actually use for productivity is brilliant. Oh, the, the day of my desk being done was mildly annoying though because I woke up in the morning and was like, oh, oh, that's been built. Have to completely dismantle my room. Can't go on my computer the whole day. So it meant I was behind my schoolwork, which is part of the reason why I'm trying to rush this through because I have stuff I need to catch up on. But it was built within a day. Absolutely brilliant who the guy who did it. I can't remember his name. Jed? I think it was Jed. But absolutely amazing who did it. He did such a great job considering it's all painted, done, sanded and a really decent desk built in a day. Yo, you never believe what I just did. I accidentally pressed the stop recording button. So, I've just been talking to myself for 40 minutes. 40 minutes! Without recording. Forty fucking minutes. I managed to get everything ticked off on my list. I managed to talk about my desk fully. And and I talked about my art and everything. And and I talked about loads of different stuff. Oh, for fuck's sake. Oh my god, why? Why? I'm watching this. I'm watching you, Audio Waveforms. I am not going to take my fucking eyes off you. Well, now I'm going to repeat myself, but you're just going to be hearing it for the first time. <sighs> for God's sake. Well, I am getting some amazing LED light strips all over my desk. This feels like so... I'm just going to stop the bloody tone. I'm just going to say it again. Who cares? Bloody... Oh. I'm not going to get stressed. I'm not going to get stressed. There, So I'm getting LED light strips on the edge of my desk. that, And I'm going for like a green-grey theme. I should be painting the back of my wall a like... A deep emerald grey. A green. Not emerald grey. Emerald green. Like like villagers. Villagers from Minecraft. They're the colour of their bloody emeralds. That is roughly the colour of what I'll be going for. Which should be really quite nice. I'm definitely looking forward to having... A nice thing. And then the LED light strips, I'm going to get them put in as green. So they're going to have a nice, saucy green tinge. So it's going to be this... And that matches with my stream as well. Like, everything else on my stream is this green-grey theme. Like, green, white, green, grey. And it's going to look so, 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 so good. But on the day of when my desk was being done, it was annoying not having my computer. Being behind with schoolwork... And you'd be surprised how little there was to do. Because I have my phone. That's it. I have my phone and my telly. And there wasn't much to actually do, to be honest. Because I do everything on my computer. My computer is literally my life, to be honest. Because I do every piece of work I have whenever I'm just sitting here chilling, listening to music. Or when I'm just 
browsing the internet. I'm browsing the internet like a cool man. Or just having a go at someone on a forum. I can't do that on my computer. I can do... Well, no, I can't do that on my phone. I can do that on my computer, though. So it's just... I literally didn't have a bloody life without my computer. Felt like I was being deprived. Felt like I was having withdrawals. Just like, no, save me. Oh, I can feel myself going. Ah, oh, there goes my heart. Oh, or something like that. And it just literally felt like I was dying. Absolutely dying from me not having a fucking computer. But it's good. It's all up now. And it's better. It's so much better for productivity. It's unreal. Like, it's just cool. Oh! Oh, oh, I just remembered something. The new Dead by Daylight DLC is out. Oh, the new Dead by Daylight DLC is out. I'm going to add that as a task. Talk. Talk about Dead. Dead by Daylight DLC. Okay, add a task. There you go. Okay, I need to talk about the Dead by Daylight DLC. That's going to be the one thing that I talk about next, probably, because it's out today. My bank, my bank account is going to be very happy that I bought that. Not really, but anyways. <laughs> if it's £4, which it usually is, I will get it. If it's another tenner, then nope. I am not paying £10 for another fucking DLC. Not gonna happen. Should be good to actually play with Blight on a real note. Because it's usually... we've just been, I've just been playing on him when he wasn't brilliant. So actually using him on a full server should be nice. But back to my desk, back to my desk. I don't know what else I should be doing to my desk. What, what are your guys' ideas? If you have any ideas of things I should be doing or stuff like that, definitely, definitely tell me. Because I, I want I want some thoughts on what I should be doing. I'm definitely going with the green-grey theme. That is not going to change. But is there any sort of useful things I should get? Like maybe a USB hub where I... Or I definitely need an extension cable because I, have, I don't have enough sockets left for all my electric components what other stuff do you guys use on your desk maybe like a headphone stand i could get like a headphone stand or oh i get a wireless charger built into my desk <gasps> oh that's a great idea no that's too much money no i'm not doing that that costs too much my bank account will not agree whenever i want to buy something new i always have to ask my bank bank account hey hey do you mind me spending 30 pounds on my 100 odd quid that's in there and it usually says no or it's usually just my unbelievable scaredness of spending money. Especially on things. I don't have a problem with buying online stuff like games. But buying physical stuff, I have such a horrible nervousness of buying. I can never bring myself to buy things. Because it's just like, I have the money and I could buy it. But at the same time, my brain's just like, well, why do you need it? What are you going to use that for? Because most things I find cool. Like, there's this shop called Menkind. I love the shop. I love-hate the shop. They've got so many cool things that would be so nice to have, but I know I'd just buy it. I'd look at it and I'd go, Oh, my God, wow! Oh, that's cool! And then it would literally just sit there doing nothing. It's basically what my Steam library does, so why am I not the same with games? I should be the same with games. It would save me a lot of bloody money. But anyways... My desk is awesome. The smell is absolutely lovely right now. I am literally just breathing in white spirit and all of the other chemicals, ethanol, methanol, and everything else. Oh, I can feel the bloody lung cancer growing. 
Oh, it is absolutely brilliant though. New desk is lovely. If you guys got any new desk, you should. If you have got a new desk, send me photos. Send me deck pics. Desk pics, not dick pics, desk pics. I want all you guys' desk pics. The sexy desk pics, the long desk pics, the peculiar but quite nice desk pics. Maybe a soft deck pic, disc pic, desk pic. See, it's not, it's not sexual in the slightest, you're just sending me desks. Absolutely amazing desks, I want all your desk pics. Okay, now I can actually talk about the Dead by Daylight DLC. Oh, it's going to be good. I, if anyone hasn't seen the trailer, definitely go on to Dead by Daylight's YouTube channel and have a look at the trailer because it is so, 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 so good. The Blight. Some, like, it's very torn between who thinks the Blight is brilliant and who thinks the Blight is terrible. I personally think the Blight is going to be brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Because he's having a rework, which definitely should, because his chase potential isn't good. His movement, though, like his movement from gen to gen and cross-map pressure he can have, especially on gens from being that quick, is unlike any other. The fact that he can make a mistake and whack into a wall and still continue going is brilliant. It's better than Billy and different things like that. Obviously, Nurse, nurse or Spirit probably has a bit more pressure, because of their ability to just teleport quite quickly. But I definitely feel like Blight is going to have a lot of gen pressure. Especially with like three gens. Because he can bounce off gens as well. So if he can bounce off a gen to another gen. Especially in like cold wind. And bounce from gen to gen to gen to gen. Then I feel like that is where it's going to go absolutely amazingly. And he's going to do so well. He definitely needs a rework for chase potential. How I think they should rework him is 100%, so say if he speeds into a pallet, he breaks it. So it's a bit, a bit like the Billy's Chainsaw or Demo Shred. They break pallets when they go into it. Definitely that would up, up his chase potential, that he could bounce off a wall back into a pallet that someone was going off, hit them and break it. That would increase it a lot, or maybe... That nah, that'd be a bit too overpowered. If he could bounce off something and if he could quickly vault over something once, but then he gets fatigued, I don't know if that would be the thing they're going for. I feel like that would just be edging on the side of way too overpowered. If he can just bounce off something and then quickly run back into a vault, I think that would be fairer if they added an extra long fatigue from doing that. So you can do that, say if someone's just vaulted on a TL wall, you bounce into the side of the wall, but go over the vault, and then you hit them right when the other people vaulted. <clears throat> but say if the survivor fast vaults, you can't necessarily usually hit them, but if you did that, you might be able to hit them. I feel like that would be the, the best way to do that. He definitely just needs chase potential. That is the main issue with him, and the fact that his hitbox is so crummy. It's a bit like Huntress's hitbox. It's like things that you should be able to swerve past, but you can't at the same time because you've literally got such a fat hitbox <clears throat> and you can't do anything. They need to make his hitbox smaller, so especially on, like, Larry's or other places, then he can swerve between trees or different things like that because at the moment he's just bumping into stuff that he shouldn't be bumping into and it's making life so much difficult for blight players because you're wanting to chase someone you should be able to chase that survivor yet you're hitting a wall and there's fuck all you can do 
That's enough about the rework. I. What the hell? My sister just screamed no. Hope she's okay. Jesus Christ. Sounds like she's being murdered. Sorry if you heard that or a screaming no. Are you okay? Okay, no response. I think she's okay. But with Blight, I absolutely love his design. I think that's one of the things I literally fell in love with the Blight about is his design is like leaking when he used the oh god puffter flowers no putula putula flowers like his design from those flowers that he's done the seer he's eaten the serum he's done a bit too much heroin and he's literally just leaking and oozing all of the serum now and i find that design so creepy so dead by daylight-esque and it's brilliant. That's why I think they'll never implement characters like Five Nights at Freddy's. I definitely don't think they'll ever implement something like that. Sorry, I was my, my brain just froze then. Because it isn't really Five Nights at Freddy's-esque, yet definitely with The Blight. It's got such a Dead by Daylight feel with his whole aesthetics of running and everything. Oh, I can't wait to see some awesome skins for him. I'd love to see skins where it actually changes the colour of the leakage. I'm going to call it the leakage because that, that sounds a lot better and cooler and, and more sexual. The leakage. He definitely needs to change all that leakage. Or say with the graphics update. That, oh, my monitor just went off. Definitely with the graphics updates which are coming, which I'm so happy about. Oh, shit. Is that a point? Oh, Dead by Daylight might need to update. Okay, I'm just going to do that. But they should leave the leakage all over the floor. That leakage needs to be everywhere. I want that leakage all over the place. Dead by Daylight does have an update. Jesus Christ, thank fuck I remembered that. Oh, no! It's a 9 gig update. It's a 9 gig update. Oh, shit. I can't do that. I can't do that. I can't do that in 30 minutes. My computer, my internet is literally incapable. Oh, no. Well, looks like I'm not going to be streaming Dead by Daylight today. Oh, for God's sake. Oh, well. I guess that's what's been on my tabs now. I need to get a little bit of work done. I need to go do some art stuff, so I will need to do that. I'll definitely say some more thoughts on the Blight next uh, bloody thing, next segment, so I can get that all done. But I'm going to go and get some work done. Thank you, everyone, so much for listening. Thank you for listening to what's been on my tabs. You guys are all amazing, though. Stay safe, and I'll see you very, very soon in three, a two, a one. All right, all right, all right, all right. Yes, everything is okay. Audio is looking good. Waveforms are happening and everything. <sighs> it is currently uh, quarter to three in the evening. And it is the 9th of September. We're in 9-9. Absolutely beautiful. Oh, I just got an email from NVIDIA. Oh, Okay, win the new, one of the new graphics cards. Follow and engage with our G4 social media channels between now and the September the 17th for a chance to win one of 30 the graphics cards. 
Oh, okay. I'm going to keep that open for later. Ultimately, yeah, I probably won't win it, but you might, you might as well try, I guess. There's, there is a point in trying. You might as well. You might as well give it a try, because imagine if I won one of them. I won one of the new graphics cards. I would be over the fucking moon if anyone hasn't heard of the new graphics cards. Oh, it's spicy. It is. It's big old spice. I, they're just, they're meant to be so good. Like, you know, the new ones, like it's the 20, it's the Turing graphics card, all the ray tracing stuff. Like that's meant to be the whole shebang, which it was. But now what it is, is, you know, the, there's this new stuff. They've had a breakthrough in graphical technology and it's now even better because the 2080 Ti, which was the the biggest balls to the biggest balls graphics card you could have gotten. And it was had the price tag for it with 1,200 odd quid. But what's crazy about these new cards is that it's going to cost, like the, tw the 3070 is meant to cost 400 pounds, but be twice as powerful as the 2080 Ti. Like, that is actually bonkers something that my graphics card right now is the 1060 and the 2080 ti would be miles ahead but if i could land myself a 3070 like jesus christ i could run a simulation of of a whole body of a whole moon i could render the moon in real time and stare at the moon and all the moonlighting oh oh the moon I'm definitely, if I get one of them, I'm just going to have a moon everywhere. You're going to see moons all over the stream. 3D rendered moons in real time. Absolutely amazing. God, I am so looking forward to that. I, that was a bit of a weird, this is a weird start to this segment. So I, I do apologize. I'm, uh, let's actually get on to stuff I was meant to talk about. One of it, like I'm finished school early. Usually I finish school at half three, but as I had a free today, I didn't have to stay for lunch or last period, so I've gotten home early. That meant I could work on a lot of stuff here, get quite a few things done, just being quite a bit more productive than I usually would be because, what is it, stay in school for no lesson. What am I going to do? Just sit around doing sweet FA. So it's nice that I can just do all this now. Also, another plus. I've got my water. You can hear. Ready, slurp. Oh, fuck. Cool. I just, oh, my bloody coaster. Come here, coaster. My coaster dropped off the bottom of my mug. I got it now. I got my coaster. The little toucan. I think it's toucan. Yeah, I think it's a toucan coaster. I love birds. Birds are the best. Lovely little toucan coaster. I want to give him a name. Should we call him Gary? Or Greg? Or Reginald? Reginald, Reginald the toucan. That's it now. Reginald the toucan. And I've also I've got a coffee in my penguin mug. My beautiful penguin mug. Mm. Oh, that's good coffee. Oh, coffee is a hundred percent. It's it's the drink of the gods. It's like God's bloody cure for everything. If you don't like coffee, then I'm gonna call you odd because you are a bit odd to not like coffee. I if you don't like coffee, then I feel really really bad for you. Because it's literally my favourite thing. 
coffee. It's got like this nice, sweet, yet a bit bitter and lovely warming aroma. Oh, ho, ho, ho. can't get better than a cup of coffee. But if I drank it as much as I did, then I'd literally just have some sort of heart issue. If I drank it as much as I wanted to, then I would, I, I'd be either really obese or my heart would just be failing me. One of the two. But anyways, how are you guys doing? Hopefully you are doing all right. One of the things I did want to talk about is this thing that I experienced today, actually, was parcels in bins. I'm not the biggest fan of parcels in bins. Like, when you get a delivery or anything, you guys probably know when there's a new delivery, there will be a parcel. You'll get a parcel, like, either from Royal Mail or Amazon or something like that. But this one, I'm not going to say who it is because I don't, I don't want to shit on the company or anything like that. It, it was a delivery company and basically, the, you know, if they post the stuff through the door, if you weren't there to collect the parcel. And one of it was, oh, we, we left it in your purple bin. Oh, we just we just left this quite expensive parcel. Just just chucked it in your purple bin. Have, have a nice day. And it's just what? Why? Why are you putting my fucking packages in the bin? Are you insane? It's just to me, it's bonkers because the bin men could be late, and then your parcel goes in the bin, or people will come and take it from the bin it's not secure it's not got a padlock on it and most people know they're left in bins anyways it's not like it's a secret thing of the trade like only delivery companies know where they put it no there's so there's probably loads of parcel thieves that will just know it's in a bin will scoop it up from a bin and get gone leave it with a fucking neighbor like that's the best thing to do yeah it might be a bit of asshole and out your way to go oi Oi, Jeff. Hello, Jeff next door. You, you, you got my got my parcel. Oh, Gary. Oh, hello, mate. Can you give me my parcel, please? It's not... Like, yeah, if you're, like, really antisocial, it could be bad. But I'd much rather ask someone for my parcel than my parcel be left in a fucking bin. Having my parcel left in a bloody bin is horrid. I couldn't think of anything worse. Imagine if you bought this new graphics card or new laptop and it was like you were looking forward to it and everything and then it just goes and chucks it in the bin. What sort of shit is that? Putting your bloody new expensive thing. I swear that's what happened to my... No, no, that isn't what happened to my new tablet. If they did that to my new tablet and put it in the fucking bin, oh, we would, we'd have some issues. Because what if they break that? Whose fault is that? Could the delivery company be liable? They should be. They should have to be liable if something they did, like putting the parcel in the bin, ended up making it broke. Like, surely, if it was their fault, then it's gotta be down to them, doesn't it? I, I don't know. Whoever's fault it is would be up to debate. But what if it was a case that, say, you, you put it in the thing and you were fine with it being left in the bin some people are okay with it being left in the bin and that's your issue if you are quite happily having your parcel in the bin then sure but what happens if uh the bin man comes and your parcel goes put in the bin whose fault's that then is that the bin man's fault for not realizing that there's a parcel there or is that the delivery company's fault to be honest i'd say the delivery company because you put it there in the first place, and the bin man has no reason to check the fucking bin for parcels. You should just leave it with a neighbour. 
I can't wait, or I doubt it will ever happen, but I'd love for it to just be outlawed that delivery companies can't go and put your bloody parcels in the bin. It's a parcel. Or put it under a rug. Or next to the bin. I don't know, post it through a window. Oh, it just feels like an accident waiting to happen with me. I think that's because I'm very clumsy and things break so easily, so I want to try and avoid every single situation or possibility of my parcels being broken. Because if they go in the bin, then it's like, knowing me, I probably forget to see this piece of paper which they put on the floor, and then I chuck something in the bin and boom, my parcel's broken, or I never actually find it. I think it is literally the clumsy person's worst nightmare having a parcel in the bin because they're clumsy. Whereas in, for me, it's not too bad. I'm just going to take a sip of my coffee. Mm. Oh, that's good. That's a good coffee. But that's my thoughts about parcels being left in bins. I don't... I prefer it being left in a bin, though, to when it is... When you have to go down to the actual station. Because you have... With, like, Royal Mail, for instance... There's a station, if, if your parcel isn't in and they can't leave it with a neighbour, they'll take it back with them. So, I definitely prefer it being left in a bin over going down. Because it is so painful sometimes to actually get it from the depot. Because it would just be, you wait for ages, and especially with corona, it's just so much hassle. You wait for ages to get your parcel, you need to prove your ID, you need to prove it's actually yours, and all of that stuff, and it's just a massive pain in the neck. So I think other than that, I'd much rather risk it being in the bin. Yeah, definitely I'd rather risk having my parcel potentially destroyed rather than having it left in a bin. Because it just... I'm, a, I'm lazy, I'll admit, I'm lazy. I'm not... I'm not... Nah. I'm lazy for pointless things, especially like that. If it's pointless to go out and have to do all that, then I'll be lazy. But if it's a case that it's left in a bin, then I don't know. I don't know what I'd rather, to be honest. What would I rather? It broken in a bin or potentially broken in a bin or having to go down to a place to get it? Uh, probably going down to... It depends on what it is. If it's something really cheap, then chuck it in the bin. But... If it's something that's worth a decent amount, like a new phone or a new tablet or a monitor, then putting that in the bin, you're definitely going to have some fucking words from me if you put my new monitor or graphics card in the bin. Just wreck it. It does definitely depend on what it is. It's one of those things. It's like the perspective kind of thing. Would you want your new £1,000 telly put in the bin? Probably not. Would you mind your pack of pens that you bought from Wish being put in the bin? I doubt you even give a shit because it costs like two quid anyways and they're going to leak and explode and give you bloody blood poisoning by the end of the day. Mm. Well, this stuff that I want to talk about. I wanted to talk about my art. Definitely. I'm absolutely loving the art course right now. I talked in the other podcast about how I was a little bit irritated about art. And, oh, that that's definitely something to talk about. I, I emailed my teacher, as you could hear in the last podcast, I was irritated at both my teachers for what happened. And I felt rightly so. But they explained it. I And the email I sent wasn't shitty. I felt like it was reasonably worded me just asking a question. Yes, I realise and I do apologise for what, if I said some... 
inappropriate or other stuff last time in the podcast because it's just I was in a bit of an angered state and I know I can say stuff rash and anger but I do stand by quite a few things I said so I do apologize if I was a little bit OTT please forgive me but I was talking to them and they were talking to me and basically what happened is they said first let me give some context if people don't know how it's been graded or grades have been graded in Britain They've used this thing, what's referred to as the algorithm. This algorithm that the government made and was compiled to give a pretty accurate representation of what people's art ability was and what it will be or what it was before and what they could have achieved. So it gave you a pretty accurate what the GCSE grade would have been. But what happened with mine is I, I hope this is okay to say. I don't know if this is okay to say. I'm not going to say the explicit grades just in case it isn't. But by the sounds of it, what's happened is mine was graded higher, but it was brought down because the algorithm deemed it deemed me to have a worse ability or something like that. Like, I don't know what the algorithm actually thought, but my grade was brought down by this algorithm. And from other people, the grades were brought up because what happens is the teacher gives a first initial, oh, this is what I think they'll get. Then the algorithm goes, oh, well, I don't think so. So let's put that up or down accordingly. Like it's based off what the teacher says, but the algorithm can shift it the most and has the most like authority with that. So that's where I've been dicked over. And I do apologize at getting irritated at the teachers because by the sounds of it, it wasn't necessarily the teacher's fault. It was more the fact of this algorithm shifting my grade down. And the same thing, what I'm assuming happened with some of the people I know. They would have had a lower grade than what they had now, but the algorithm, based off stuff from earlier, put it up because how it works which i find is absolutely ludicrous and really really stupid quite frankly is it goes off data from primary school data from really young years in primary school and data from like year seven what your predicted are and i think that is absolute horseshit partly because it's just like how can you be judged on your gcse the grade of your GCSE, which you will might go on to get a job application. The thing, the biggest grade up in your life so far. How can that be determined by something you did in primary school? I find that crazy because I am not the same person by any means I was when I was in primary school. I am completely different. Completely and utterly different. And it's absolutely crazy that I got brought down by something that I probably did in my year six sats or my year two sats. That is absolute bollocks. The, some, the person who I'm not even now, we are separate people. Bloody 10-year-old Finley and 16, 17-year-old Finley are completely different people. We have completely different abilities. And I use it, like, yes, we're the same person. Like, I was that person and different things like that. I accept that. But I am nothing like. we. It's like I am a separate entity to myself as a 10-year-old. Because I am. 
I have improved so much with my art and so much in every other subject that how can they justify that? How? I don't know. Whoever does the grades is... Oh, their thought process is flawed in some way, obviously. To have to grade you and judge you on what you did at primary school is bollocks. So something you did when you literally nothing mattered, you were told really that nothing mattered and you were shown that nothing mattered, you're graded on six years later and still sticks with you. I hope it's not the same for A-level because that's just crazy. Imagine if I got an A-star and the algorithm went, oh, oh no, but that stick figure he drew when he was nine years old, that was terrible. That was a really bad stick figure. So obviously he's not an A-star now, even though he's 18 and it doesn't even fucking matter anymore. I, I, I just find it crazy. It definitely put a, a big sense of relief into me when I knew it wasn't my teacher's fault because I love my teachers my teachers are absolutely amazing and I definitely it was definitely rewarding to know that it wasn't their fault and I did feel bad for what I said knowing that it wasn't their fault really I do I I genuinely do feel bad for about that but it's just I wish this system was changed and if it was actually the GCSE so it wasn't this algorithm it was this fucking actual GCSE exam I wonder what I would have got I'm half tempted because I can do the I can redo all my exams in November. I can redo some of them. I'm not going to because it's so much more effort than it's worth. But I'd be curious to know what I actually got in them or in the GCSEs. If I sat down, if I did all my exams, what would I have gotten? If it wasn't determined by a stupid fucking computer, which obviously is stupid. Absolutely stupid. Because it's just like, imagine if I was judging you as a person on a mistake you made as a six-year-old, that you you stole a pen or you told a lie. You wouldn't want to be judged in a job application of a person who you are when you were six years old. It's just, it's that same principle. It will always annoy me, this whole bloody algorithm thing. And I wish it was changed. Why it couldn't have just been teacher choices like why the teacher couldn't have just been oh he would have gotten this because the teachers know you the best the teachers know your ability much better than a algorithm does so if the teachers were the actual people picking your grades then happy days to be honest it would have been brilliant i would have loved that yeah i don't know uh, it's just all confusing first and foremost i hate this fucking algorithm and I think that's all I have to do about this algorithm. And what well, I wanted to talk about my art, how much I am loving the art course. I went on a bit of a tangent and I do apologize. But uh, the art course is so good. So, so, so good. Already three pieces done. I'm four days in and I've got three pieces done, which I'm honestly proud of myself. Three pieces done in four days. Like, I can tip my hat. I can be proud of that. Usually it took me about four fucking weeks to do that. But it's definitely up the pace. It's up the ante. And 
I'm I'm well chuffed about that, that it's so much harder now. It's definitely pushing me a lot more. I'm going to be going down Dungeness either tomorrow or Friday to get some lovely photos. I don't know if I've told you already, but I want to get one of my sister just staring out onto the thing. Yeah, I did say that. I did say that in the last podcast. But that's one thing I really want to do. The pieces that I've done so far, I'm really quite happy with. I did this title page for the first piece of my book, and it was like Dungeoness. So it was the words Dungeoness, like, falling down the page. So imagine if you're holding a page at its corner, like, one of its corners, and the way it falls, it was going down that way. Like, the words going down that way. Then I connected them with, like, chains, like, very blocky chains to, like, give a, a very industrial feel about it and then at the last minute i had this idea because it i was using uh acrylic and as it as you know it's paint paint sometimes can flick and all of that and then it flicked everywhere it flicked all over my page which i thought oh fuck i've just ruined it but no i i loved the effect and it was like this oil this tar and then one of my friends suggested it was like the pollution of the place taking it over and then I ran with that. And then I started doing this, like, dripping effect going down the side. Like, slowly but surely dripping down the whole letters. Like, it's oozing. This place, Dungeness, is completely oozing with this evil pollution. This evil tar substance that it's even affecting the title of it. And then just to show that it's like what's fueling the place, at the bottom I put a factory. Like a generic factory with steam coming out and the tar just dripping into the fuel tank of the factory. So it's like this, the whole industrialness and why Dungeness is actually running and why it's alive and like this creature is because of the pollution. Like it feeds off its own corruption and I absolutely love that, that it's just like this corrupted place. And that's what I'm going to try and do for my Dungeoness study, like show how this this corruption of Dungeoness has affected the whole landscape and uh, affects everything around it. And it's a whole somber feeling when you go there, just literally falling over you. I feel like that will be the best way to be able to do that. I want to do... A lot of two-tone drawings, like the two, two-tone drawings are just two-tone. It's how it is. So you either have your red and black, your blue and green, but it's like your shadows usually are one colour and your highlights are another colour. And it can get some very, very nice effects. It gives it a very dead yet striking effect. Like it's, it's sapped of emotion yet at the same time it's saying, look at me, which I find absolutely awesome. So I'm going to try and do a lot of things with two-tone. I'm definitely going to be sticking to a lot of black and white. I don't feel like colours are very good for Dungeoness. It's not a good feel for it for me. It's all because Dungeoness isn't really a colourful place in my eyes. I definitely want to do a few drawings though where it's all like this harsh, sharp to your eye, black and white. Yet, when you look at it, there's this one splash of colour. Like, not, not much, but just like a poppy floating out of the ground with its its vibrant red or like an abandoned shoe or a lighter with its colors spilling out on a few pebbles or stuff like that i definitely want to get that because i feel like the contrast between the harsh black and then the 
the sudden flash of the colours will capture like a new essence of Dungeness and this whole new feeling about it because it's like some light can get through. There is some hope for this place yet. I'm absolutely loving this. I don't know what I'm going to be doing for my personal project. It's going to be this massive book. Like the first couple terms up till February, I think they said, we'll be doing this whole Dungeness type project and then we're going to be doing onto our whole personal stuff where it's literally just what we want to do with a few constraints i am gonna love that i i think i do want to do something along the lines of like shadows like how shadows can affect a photo or something like that i'm honestly having such a great time thinking of this i'm thinking about most of these on the fly not mean to boast i'm, I'm amazing but anyways <laughs> no i'm not but uh I can't wait to come up with any of these amazing ideas for art just and then being able to execute them. I I definitely do want to do something with what is it? With digital art or like neon signs, something that's very vibrant, vibrant. I want to have some vibrancy in there so I can at least show off my skills of colors. I'm not very good with colors, but I'm I'm, I'm I can get better. I can get better because I definitely need to show, I'm sorry. Mm. Mm. I'm just going to finish it off. Mm -mm -mm. I hate a cold coffee. Cold coffees are probably one of the worst things ever known to man. Worse than cyanide. Worse than absolutely anything. Cold coffee is... Uh, if I have a cold coffee at the beginning of the day, it will put me in a bad mood for the rest of the day. <laughs> I just think all round coffee is this absolutely amazing thing that has the ability to just go, ooh, ooh, ah, awesomeness. <laughs> I don't know, but I, 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 love, I love myself a little bit of coffee. What else do I want to talk about? Oh, what is it? Oh, yeah. I'm just, I'm, I have a list up here now of all the stuff because throughout my days, interesting stuff happens and I, I write it down so I can tick off finishing art and I can talk about this amazing thing that happened in art. Well, the other day when I was doing stuff with dip pens, if you don't know what dip pens are, dip pens are basically these like, uh, like a fountain pen. You dip in a pot of ink and it works like a fountain pen, but for whatever colored ink you do, and I was doing a black ink. And basically, clumsy old Finley, me being an absolute klutz, I was going to go grab my headphones, but I smacked the whole bloody pot of ink off, and it went everywhere. All over my legs, all over my bag, all over the floor. Thank God the teacher was fine about it. They didn't mind. They just said, clean it up. But I, got, I managed to get some really good photos beforehand, which was br absolutely brilliant, to be honest these amazing photos of like this i don't know it was like this black tarry thing so i do want to implement this in my dungeoness study because i feel like that would be very good this like leaking oil or whatever and i managed to get a really nice photo of because it was dripping off the table because it spilled on the table then it went on the floor i want to get this really nice photo of Oh, I, ha I got this photo of when one of the black ink droplets dropped in the puddle beneath and did this m splash, and I managed to get the splash on photo, which is awesome. And I want to do like uh, I want to do an oil drawing of that, which I feel like should be very, very, very good. Hmm, God. 
that that was eventful though thank god the cleaner was there so they could clean everything up they were able to just go oh it's okay darling Th this cleaner i don't know her her name but she is absolutely lovely she was just oh it's all right you don't worry about it i'll, I'll clean it up and it was just it was just great like yeah i could have cleaned it up and I, I i did mostly but it's just just be nice about it yes it is her job and she should be cleaning up anyways but the fact that she was just so good about it that it was just like oh mistakes happen that's great i feel bad for cleaners they're such lovely people usually they should be paid more especially with all the covid stuff like all this covid mentalness going mad they should definitely be trying to be paid more because it's a lot of the time the cleaners are the ones which will be the most at risk of the virus i guess because they're coming into contact with places that could have the virus and they're having to clean all that down so hats off to any cleaners if you're a cleaner or something i tip my hat to you because without you we'd be in a lot worse situation because our our schools wouldn't be cleaned everything else wouldn't be cleaned and i'm pretty sure this virus would be 10 times worse than it actually is so thank you very much and what else there is to talk about? I feel like, I definitely feel like I should be talking about more. What, what's something that happened interesting today that isn't art related and won't stress you out? Huh. Oh, yeah. I saw something on the news. Donald Trump nominated for a Nobel Peace Prize. I... I just, I just don't even know what to think about that. That that Muppet has been nominated for a Peace Prize. A Peace Prize. Just, just let that sink in. The guy who starts fights, gets in loads of conflict constantly... And proceeded to build a wall so that people couldn't, or wanted to build a wall so people couldn't get into the country because he thought they were going to damage it, causing loads of issues, got a, or he's nominated for a peace prize. I'm sorry, but... That is the most ridiculous idea. To me, bear in mind, this is all opinion-based. If your opinion differs, that does not mean your opinion is wrong. I am not saying your opinion is wrong. Do not have a go at me for my opinion. But I do not understand how he can even be considered for getting a peace prize. He is, like, to me the most unpeaceful person in existence there's people that work at homeless shelters near me that are more peaceful than he is like there's homeless people there's bloody terrorists that are more peaceful fucking hell like, how who came up with that idea who thought oh it's a great idea give donald fucking trump a peace prize like, no no don't Oh, at the end of the day, I think this is just another amazing reason why 2020 is the best year 
because obviously it's an amazing year. Don't you all agree? I don't like 2020. My, t my Twitch has gone amazingly in 2020 and everything has gone great with Twitch in 2020. So I'm, I'm really happy about that. But everything else, there might be a second fucking lockdown. Or we'll go out of school again. Everything in tw 2020 is going to be that year where we remember 2020 was shit. 2020 was really, really, really shit. It's never, you're not going to get worse than 2020. The Queen's just going to die next. Oh, and the government's going to collapse. And then Donald Trump is going to launch nukes. And then it's going to be a nuclear fallout. And then I will off myself. Like, oh, Jesus Christ. I can't even deal with 2020 anymore. I, d I just want it done. Get these three months out of the way. Get 2021 going. For me, 2020 has gone so quickly, so unbelievably quickly, because it's just, I've not even been able to stick around to even realise it. Half of it was spent in lockdown, and it's just, I don't even know what to think about 2020 anymore. It's actually bonkers. And I guess on that amazing note of 2020 being amazing, and we love it all, Hope you have a nice rest of your day, everyone. This is the end of this segment, and this is what has been on my tabs. If you have any questions, please, you know where to at me and everything like that. But I'll see you all very, very soon, probably in a couple more seconds. Stay safe, everyone. <sighs> okay. Uh, hi, everyone, I guess. I don't know. Today or the past couple of days have been a bit odd. It is currently half two or 29 minutes past two if you want the exact and it is currently the 11th of september which yeah is the anniversary of 9 11 i'll probably talk about that in a bit but that's not what's prevalent on my mind oh today and the past couple few days that doesn't matter today and the past couple days have been interesting i don't know yesterday some stuff happened in the server. I'm not going to say anyone's name except the person who it was with. That is the only name I'm going to say. And please let me say outright, I do not think ill of this person. By no means. Issues happened. People make mistakes. And we're all human at the end of the day. And I do not think ill of this person. The person in question probably a few of you know, is called Karu. Uh, and some stuff happened in the server, and please don't think bad of him for what happened, or bad of me for anything either, because it is literally a case that stuff happens and things like that. It's not a reason to go hating other people, or disliking them, or different things like that. So let me get this straight. Basically, there were things happening in the server that I wasn't aware of because I was doing homework and I don't really look at the server while I'm doing homework. I'm quite lapsed to it just because I'm doing other stuff, which is reasonable. I don't have to be on the ball constantly and that's why I have mods. But I have one person messaged me 
saying that they're being bullied and different things like that. And it's just, I go, oh, okay, I guess I need to help. And I didn't realize that this was sarcasm at the time, that they were messaging me in a sarcastic kind of way, because I am autistic. I, plain and simply, I'm autistic and I struggle with jokes. I have, like, these things that I like to describe as autistic moments, because I'm not like this all the time, but I have the moments when it gets really bad, and it's worse over messages. I struggle with messages quite a lot more than I do in person. In person, there's the tone of voice, there's different things. I struggle with faces, but it's easier for me to get it in person than it is over messages. So I look on the server off the back of being messaged and see that said person is having messages thrown at them and different things and what I deem to be maybe not the most appropriate or kind comments. So it's just somewhat defender fin kicks in because I always try and want to help people. It's always a bit of a thing of mine where I, I always want to try and resolve a situation with as little people getting hurt as possible. So I go I go on the attack a bit and I completely accept that I probably started it off with the wrong vibe. But from my point of view, it ended up being that this person needed help and I needed to help them as such. So I go, why are you doing this? Would you stop and all of that and have had enough? And then one thing happens with Karu that he quotes this thing that he regularly quotes. And please don't think I'm having a go. I don't want to be having a go and all of that. And when he quotes that, it just gets mildly annoying because it's like a rule that's regularly quoted. And it's like mildly irritating, to be honest, because it's just it's like bending the rules to their own gain and I didn't realize this was a joke at the time because it's just basically plain and simply me misreading the situation and interpreting it wrong and that is my problem that is my problem and I've got to deal with that and I completely accept that but it's just because it's used quite regularly I got really irritated about that and it's just, I then said, if you're just abusing powers, then I'll fucking remove them. Then that I completely accept is me being a bit aggressive. But at the time, I felt quite rightly that I was aggressive. And it it's just all of that. And I am sorry that I was aggressive. I do apologize. I probably should have asked if it was a joke and all of that initially. But from the back of the message I didn't feel like there was a need and then it ends up being when I'm looking like I'm trying to resolve the situation by stopping the harassment to people and different things like that or what it seemed like to me I end up getting quoted that I don't know the definition of a joke which I felt was a little bit inappropriate and a little bit uncalled for because quite clearly I know what the definition of a joke is I know what a joke is and all of that. And I completely accept I struggle with interpreting it. And I just felt like that there was 
like taking the piss or taking the mick out of my autism or the way I interpret stuff in a way because it just felt like I was being made fun of like oh you you obviously don't get get what a joke is oh that's bad or all of that and it just felt like I was being taken the piss out of and I, I don't think I'm wrong for feeling like that because it's just when you're going oh you don't know the definition of a word when quite clearly I do know the definition it just makes me feel like I've been got at for something I can't really control. Like, I've gotten better. I used to be a lot worse with my autism, and I'm not meaning to blame everything on it. I'm just more using it as a reason. A lot of it is down to me, and I have got to improve as a person. But I'm using the autism as more of an explanation rather than an excuse. I can... There's a big difference to me between an explanation and an excuse. I think an excuse is where you're just using it and not really giving a reason behind it. For me, it is an explanation as to why, why I do these things. And it is my problem. Like, yes, it's shit and and you've got to accept that. But at the same time, I've got to get better as a person. So I'm not trying to use it as an excuse, just more as an explanation. I hope you understand that. So please don't get angry at me for saying about the autism quite regularly. And it just... I got angry from that joke thing, which I felt quite rightly, and I still feel quite rightly now, because it's just... Correct me if I'm wrong, please, but it just feels like when I'm being quoted with stuff like that, that I'm being made fun of in a way. And then afterwards... I go about stuff like that, that I'm tired of this bullshit, that I quite frankly felt like I was being made fun of. I'll read out what I said. Well, funnily enough, I'm autistic, so that might affect things. I'm done with this bullshit. I'm just gonna sit here and have... I'm not... Sorry. I'm not gonna just sit here and have passive-aggressive bullshit censor me. Which I completely accept. I worded that wrong, and I was being quite strong and quite horrid and that I hold my hands up to that I quite happily say that is my mistake I shouldn't have gone on what was a bit of an attack and all of that I completely accept and I I feel bad about that and I'm sorry but then it was afterwards the message that followed up and then you wonder why I never message you I didn't say that Carrie did and it's just that I felt like was very, very uncalled for. Because it's not, it's like implying a deep sense of hatred. Like, oh, I, and that, and then you wonder why I never message you. Like, I've, I've not been talked to and I've been deprived of friendship as such because of my autism. Like, they don't want to talk to me because of a mental problem I have. Like, they don't want anything to do with me or have a conversation with me because of something I can't even control. And that what pissed me off, that's what pissed me off outrightly. And it's just absolutely crazy that they feel like it's a justified reason to not message me because of something I'm struggling with. Like, I don't like it. It's not fun to be autistic in the slightest. And I 
I want to get better, but it's just... I don't want to be blamed, and I don't want to be got at for something I can't even control. Which I feel absolutely strongly about. And I, I, I completely accept. I am not meaning to put all the blame on them, because it is by no means all of their fault. I completely split the blame. Like, I should not have gone on the attack initially, and I interpreted it wrong. I interpreted the whole situation wrong when it looking back and being told by others that it was a joke. I accept that now, and I realise that. I realise where my mistake was, and I want to get better with my understanding of stuff. But by no means is it all my fault either. From those horrible comments, it kind of... It set off a little bit of a chain reaction throughout the day. And it, make, it makes me wonder as well, am I hated? Am, uh, is this like some form of deep hatred? Like they don't want to message me because of this? Is it like some horrid thing that I can't control? And it, it just genuinely makes me curious. Do they hate me? And why? And it just makes me feel like I'm powerless to actually be liked then. Because no matter what I do... Is it always going to fall back down to me being autistic? Are people just not going to want to spend time with me and do things with me because of a mental problem I have? And it's just, it's crazy. Because it just sent me down that day of like, what if this is with loads of other people? What if this is why people can't stand being around me a lot? Because it's just like something I can't control or I have no control over. Is it? Is that the reason why people can't stand me a lot of the time? And it's still going through my head now. I can't really process it in my own head because it's just... What, are people just avoiding me now because of a mental issue? And it's just... I don't know. It sent so much doubt into me. It's unreal. And the other day was really grim for me. And please don't think I'm trying to diminish his feelings if he wants to say his part, please. I am more doing this in the podcast because I want to give people an explanation as to, one, why I was missing the other day, and two, as to why I might be more doubtful or different things like that. You guys are very into my life and a very big part of it, so I feel like you are warranted an explanation of a sort, so you deserve to know what's going on so i'm not going to try and hide it and i'm not going to try and do that but if karu if you're listening to this or if anyone else has something to add on this please say because i don't want any part of the story not being shared because i completely accept you guys are people and it affects you the only reason why i'm doing this is so you know my half of the story i don't want to be a dick about it but i'm gonna say it how it is from my perspective i'm gonna be understanding but i hope you guys can understand that i just don't know what to do at the moment because it's just thrown a lot of doubt my way like what if a load of my other viewers feel like this they just want me out of the way and don't want to deal with me because of me being like this and i just i wish i wasn't like it I wish there was an off switch somewhere that I could just flick and just go, ah, well, I, well, I'm not autistic anymore. It'd be wonderful. It'd be absolutely wonderful. 
If someone makes a switch like that, then please just bloody give it to me already. I need that off switch. I need to just, or just lobotomize me at this point. And I'll, I'll be honest as well, yesterday, I went into a very bad state of mind. I get like it sometimes where I feel like, what is the fucking point? Because all of this stuff started a bit of a thing for me. Like, what what is the point of me trying to be kind? Because I, that's one, of, that's one of my highest priorities. I don't mean to be like, oh my god, I'm amazing, because I know I'm not amazing. I know I'm not a saint. I know I'm not like Gandhi or anything. But it makes me feel like, what is the point of being kind if I'm just going to get shit back anyways? There's been a few examples for me, like some friends recently, where I've tried to help them out with homework or they, and they've been ungrateful and then called me names afterwards or things with my own family with my dad and different things like that because it's just I try and explain something yet it gets taken the wrong way and I feel like it's my fault yet I'm trying to be a good person yet it just ends up making people sad and it's happened with my streaming as well while I've tried to be kind, tried to be happy, yet it's all just exploded on, on stream, unfortunately. And it's put quite a few people off watching my Twitch when I've had my anger outbursts and all of that. And I, I feel bad for that. And it just makes me feel, what is the fucking point of being kind if me trying to be kind and me trying to be good is just going to end up hurting people anyways like why should i try to only fail it just makes me feel crap to be honest because i can't control it at all i'm trying to be nice yet what if what is the point if everyone is just going to treat me the same way granted i shouldn't use the word everyone because it isn't everyone i know that there are quite a lot of people that appreciate it but it's like a 50 50 split recently or more 60-40 with me just trying to be nice yet it keeps on hurting people. Like with this, I tried to sort out an issue because I thought someone was suffering. But it just ended up turning into shit and I don't, I don't know what to do anymore with the whole being kind. Because I want to be kind, I want to help people and I want to be a nice person, someone people can talk to. But it just... It keeps feeling that, what's the fucking point? If I'm just gonna try and be kind and everything, yet to only get crap back, then why should I try? If I'm being honest, though, I won't stop trying to be kind, but it's just sent the doubt into my mind. The reason why I won't stop being kind is because I know that's not me. I'm not a horrible person, or I'd like to think I'm not as much as I say it sometimes, but I like to think that I'm not a horrible person because I try to help people. I try to be nice. I try to be kind. So I won't stop being kind. And this goes to anyone. If you guy, if you want a message or if you want someone to talk to, I'm always there. You, you never have to worry about that. I'm always there. You can find me on anywhere and I'll quite happily chat about anything. I just... <laughs> I think one thing I do want to stop is definitely trying to be kind and then just causing shit from it anyways. I want to stop causing the issues because I, I know it's not 
all my fault, but there are quite a lot of things that it ends up being my fault from. I just want to try and make people happy and try and be a good person generally without all of the hassle and without all the issues because it's just, what's the point in trying to be a good person if you can't actually do good things? So I think that's definitely something I need to work on as a human and as as a me, as a Finlay, to be nicer. And I, if I didn't say it already, I really hope Karu's okay. As of right now, I haven't had... I've, I've messaged him a few times and I haven't had a message back as of now. So if... I'm going to I'm going to look in a bit because I've not looked in a few hours and I'm going to see if I do get a message back but it is if any of you have contact with him can you please just pass on a message that I'm sorry I'm so I'm sorry for the way I acted initially because it was wrong and I I don't really want to lose someone I would consider a friend I don't think they consider me a friend but if anyone can pass on a message of I am sorry, I was bad, and I want to improve. I, I I don't want it to be left that I didn't apologise or something, because I do genuinely feel really sorry. So, please, if anyone does have contact or you have a way of messaging, just please say I'm sorry from me, because I, I feel like I can't myself, and that I would like to get better friends and I, I want to be understanding because that's with my friends and everything I want to be on a base of understanding that yes I do struggle but please don't get shitty with me about it because I will get better I know I will and it's just I want to have a mutual understanding with my friends that I will get like this sometimes and I will have my issues and I'm sorry but I guess this all ties back to the key thing of I'm human some people and a lot of people I know somewhat expect me to be this like superhuman and I don't I don't know how to do that or, or not superhuman but be like this person that is flawless and I feel like that's what most people expect from me yeah I just respond with I'm human I make mistakes I know I'm a fuck up a lot of the time and I know I get under people's skin and I know that I can be a pain in the neck but it's just I'm sorry and I'm human I I will always try to better myself I'll always try to be a better person today than I was tomorrow that's why I'm that's one of the main reasons why I'm talking about it now because just leaving it brushing it under the rug is not the right thing to do talking about it and making improvements on myself is the way to get better oh i just hope all of you guys don't hate me or think ill of me if you do then i can't really do anything about that but please know i'm sorry for any hassle i cause you or any sort of stress that i may endure because it's just i do try i try to be a good person so much and just please understand that when I fuck up, I don't mean it. I don't mean to be a fuck up. I don't mean to make a scene or anything like that. It's just fueled by me trying 
to be good and I, I truly 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 apologize that I'm not sometimes I hope all of you can understand that oh I guess that's that bit of a rant over if I missed anything I am really 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 sorry I hope just all you guys can understand where I'm coming from and like I said at the beginning please don't feel bad towards Karu because it's just he's not a bad person I know he's not a bad person he just has like difficulty articulating himself sometimes because we all do quite clearly I do so please don't think ill and if you want his opinion definitely go and ask him and talk to him <sighs> Thank you everyone so much for listening. This is the end of this segment. This has been my uh, thoughts on this. There will be one or two more segments. So please get ready, get listening, get your earballs going. I'll see you all in one second. Thank you. Hi. Uh, if you've made it this far, thank you. That is really good to know and means quite a lot, to be honest, because you're an hour and a half in, about... I think, to the podcast, so thank you so much. <sighs> this is going to be the last segment. I'm just getting this done now. It is currently the 11th of September, and it is 22.23. So almost half ten at night, which isn't too bad. But anyways, basically what I wanted to talk about was this like nice act of kindness that happened today. So I went into school like usual and did all that stuff and everything was fine, happy days and all that, and but it was great. I, I enjoyed going into school as I usually do. And it was fine, just regular day, stressful, spent three hours at arts, then did an hour of computing and then it was time to go. So pretty chill day, but just gave me a bit of an headache nonetheless. But then my mum comes, picks me up. After I've got my art stuff from the art room, which was drying, I need to finish that off. Uh, not now, but soonish. So I'll, be, I'll definitely be doing that over the weekend. Sorry, I'm just moving stuff from my monitors. But basically, when my mum picked me up, uh, we were driving down the hill, and there was this guy. This guy seems like had a flat tire, and their jack seemed to have broken. Um, my mum goes, oh, well, let's help. And it's just, like, the nice person in me goes, yeah, definitely. And then the selfish person that was absolutely knackered and wanted to lie down just goes, no, 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 don't do that. Just sleep. Go home, sleep. No helpy. But my mum, being a lovely person, turns the car around, gets out, and... Starts making the effort to get a jack out of the back of the car. And we get the jack out of the back of the car. And this guy starts taking off his flat tyre. Putting a new tyre on. And then everything like that. And what also was awesome was two other people stopped to help. Because bear in mind it's a one... Uh, it's a road that two cars are meant to go down, and as two cars are parked on the side, it like fucks that up a little bit. So there was these other people that stopped and were helping move all the traffic and everything. And it just it like dawned on me today that these people, including my mum, didn't have to do it. Didn't have to 
stop and help this person could have quite happily just walked on and acted like it didn't exist like most people do but they stopped and they looked and they thought it's not much hassle for me and it could make a massive difference this person's day or week or month and it probably did because if he didn't have that jack then he probably would have to call someone out cost him hundreds and all that stuff just for a tiny little pierce in his tire and it and it got me thinking today it doesn't take that much effort to be kind it really doesn't there's all these little things that you can do that don't that don't take much don't even take much mental capacity or anything like that yet just doing them can really improve someone's day just this tiny little thing that you may deem as insignificant can help someone and boost them a lot which which is brilliant i want to try and start doing more of this because it's just it's really nice it's really rewarding to actually help people and make them happy and all that because it doesn't it doesn't take any effort it doesn't require me to be at my best i can just help people and it's a good feeling it's one of the best feelings knowing that you've helped someone and i think that's what my mum had today just like when she was sitting back smiling and it was just like i could tell that she was just i've I've been a good person and it's great yeah everyone listening to this you should try and do that just a random act of kindness i'm gonna try tomorrow definitely because it's just it could make someone's day it may not give you anything you may not gain anything from it you you probably won't gain anything from it and it probably will be a case that what you get is just a thank you but that's worth it in the end as long as you've made someone a little bit happier or you've improved their mood a little bit then I'd say that's worth it because if I could go out every day knowing that I cheered someone up knowing that I made someone a little bit happier or I helped someone a little bit then I think I'd be a lot happier as a person knowing that I've made people's day I wish I wish I knew that as well because it's just so many people that I don't know that I've helped at all because it's just or I just like with streaming as well I wish I could help loads of people with streaming and all that with with my streams and just cheer them up but it just feels like I'm slowly but surely pissing people off with it more and more and more even though I'm trying to make them happy and it's just I want to start doing that again making people happy making people smile and being a good person again rather than like doing it just because I feel like I'm gonna get something out of it because I'll admit I've done that for a very long time where I've only been doing something because I thought oh in the end I'm 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 gonna get something out of it I'm gonna have something and that's a very bad mentality to go about everything thinking that I'm eventually going to get something out of it is wrong because it it shouldn't be like that at all and I want to try and change that I want to actually try to be a good person for the sake of being good not just for the sake of I want something 
ultimately this is just wishful thinking and it could be wrong and i guess this is the end of this segment thank you for listening to the podcast i've really enjoyed it today it's been good so thank you everyone so much for listening if you have loved it then please come back every single week every single friday for another episode of the wonderful mistakes and cock-ups of finn oh thank you guys so much i don't know i don't know what else to really say at the end other than thank you you've listened to me for quite a while and that means quite a lot I'm probably going to go and lie down now because I'm not feeling the best. I'm fucking knackered and I need to sleep. (laughs) But anyways, stay safe, everyone. Thank you so much. See you next time.